a little four downs. You guys up for that? Are you fired up? I, Josh, I can see it in your eyes. You're excited about four downs today. Excited is uh, a wild understatement. <laughs> Go four downs is now. Four Downs brought to you by Dynasty Spas, the most comfortable spas made in the United States of America, right here in East Tennessee. Drop in for the all-new showroom in Athens, Dynasty Spas, perfect for all four seasons. Four Downs presented by Off the Hook Sports. All right, we're going to discuss Josh Heupel. A lot of jobs open, not just the Alabama job now, but there are quite a few jobs open and you would rather have a coach that people want than uh, have to be looking for a coach that even you end up with a guy like Dooley and you don't even want. Uh, let's uh, jump in the hot tub if you're okay, Josh, with Coop. How's that sound? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. Do that. Not sure uh, I have a choice. <laughs> you don't. You're in the hot tub with Coop. All right. What down, Coop? Coop here. First down. Should Alabama call Josh Heupel? I'll start no. with you, Caleb. I'll start with you. Oh, uh, well, Josh said no, but I'm going to say yes. I'm honestly going to say yes. Okay. I mean, uh, let's start with Josh. Josh, why did you say no? I think very highly of Josh Heupel. I think Tennessee is lucky to have Josh Heupel. He's one of the best offensive coaches in the country. He understands what it takes to win it at a high level, having done it at Oklahoma. He helped Tennessee win 11 games. And everything that I said about Alabama, I, I do mean in terms of the resources, what you need to succeed. But there is the aspect of replacing Saban. There is the demand that comes with being the head coach at Alabama. Tennessee can be a crazy place. Alabama is not topped by any school when it comes to the crazy that can come out immediately. And the expectation you walk into and the demand that comes with the recruiting trail, that still is a conversation at Tennessee. It's going to be ongoing at Alabama. So, no, I don't, I don't think Josh Heupel would be a very good fit for what is required to step in and replace Nick Saban. Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're also saying to some extent that Alabama would get told no as well, right? And that would be Yeah, I don't think he would go to Alabama. No, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think it would be worthwhile on either side to broach the subject. Yeah, I think it would be embarrassing from a rival's perspective of having a coach say no. But Caleb says they should give uh, Josh Heupel a, a call. Alabama should. Why? Okay, so I said earlier, y'all heard me. Alabama is a slightly tier two job. Unfortunately for them, they're in a conference with two other tier one jobs in Georgia and LSU. When you win championships, defensive coordinators, when you have defensive-minded coaches win championships – they have to do it with Jimmy's and Joe's. Okay. You're not going to out Jimmy's and Joe's Georgia. So you need an offensive mind and the offense. You need the, the offensive coach is the one who overcomes a slight disadvantage on Jimmy's and Joe's. And without Nick Saban, you're not going to out Jimmy's and Joe's Georgia. And what, who's a better offensive mind than Josh Heupel? I think you bring up a good point of bringing in an offensive mind, but I'm with Josh. I think it would be embarrassing to, to be told no uh, by your rival. And I don't think Heupel has any intention of leaving. I think he's he's pretty pleased with where he is and where he has things built from, from people I talk to on and off the record. What down, Coop? Cooper Mays here. Second down. All right. Veering off topic just a little bit. What about these NFL jobs that are coming open? The ability, uh, Josh Ward, to work with uh, Justin Herbert, one of the most talented quarterbacks that I've seen. I, I'm really high on him, but that's my personal opinion. But there's a lot of NFL jobs 
Uh, is that something that Tennessee fans should be worried about year in and year uh, out with Josh Heupel potentially taking an NFL job one day? Someday, maybe. I know that there are the questions about what Josh Heupel does offensively, their wide receiver sets, how that would translate. I would imagine he'd make adjustments at the next level. I think any fan base that has a successful coach, especially a coach that can coach on the offensive side, but it, I, I don't even know if that matters. Like Kirby Smart is somebody that Georgia fans will always have to wonder, could he make that run? I mean, those, those rumors are popping up right now. Because of the era that we're in, in college football with all the changes and all the requirements and the demand of the job and the headaches with the NIL and really more than that, or in addition to it, the transfer portal that just comes with the job. If an NFL team comes calling and it's an intriguing spot, any coach that's having success could say, you know what, why don't I take a look at it? So right now, no, I'd, I'd be floored if Josh Heupel is leaving this offseason to go be an NFL head coach. But your question is, you're in, you're out. If Josh Heupel has sustained success and becomes a more attractive option to NFL teams, then sure, uh, Tennessee fans should at least keep that in mind that that's a possibility. But I think that applies to any coach that could have success in college. Caleb, one of the things I was told ab about, um, and you brought this up before, is Josh Heupel and his willingness to be malleable and changes his game and changes offense after the, the Oklahoma um, debacle. And I think that's one of the things that he's viewed at as an NFL coach is a really smart coach, not just a coach with a good offense. Yeah, I think I, I think that would be something to be concerned about going forward. One thing that would help Josh Heibel in the NFL is just don't let him be the GM because I've told you guys I don't believe in him as a talent evaluator that much, but I do believe in him as a coach. But in, in terms of the NFL, you know, we talk about you talked about Justin Herbert. I think for NFL quarterbacks, Harbaugh's Jim Harbaugh is more of a quarterback whisperer than Josh Heupel would be in terms of running, doing what you need to do for a quarterback in the NFL. And we've seen that with Harbaugh. He turned Josh, you're a Raiders fan. So, you know, he turned Rich Gannon into an MVP one year. Should have gone to seeming there, but different story. But um, I think that Jim Harbaugh is a – that's where I think you'll see more, some you know, quarterback whispers who run a pro-style offense – but it is a wild – I don't think Bill Belichick's done, guys. I think Bill Belichick is going to accept a hire somewhere else. Pete Carroll may not be done. <laughs> what if Nick Saban decides to try his, his at 72 his leg in the NFL again to prove <laughs> he could win there? <laughs> I'd be open I'm just with saying. That. Uh, I, I would be open with that. I, I want the best storyline, so I'm open with either of those. Uh, sp speaking of uh, the storyline as, as it pertains to Josh Heupel, two more questions I want to get to. And it's brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas on four downs. Uh, man, they'll – They've got the spa cover and the chemicals to keep your spa bubbling. They also have the fantastic units that have the military discount, first responders discount, and blemish models that can save you thousands, and they deliver. The showroom is in Athens. Uh, go to uh, Dynasty Pools and Spas. Just Google them, and you'll love it, DynastySpas.com. So what down are we on there, Coop? Keep me straight. Tennessee Center, Cooper Mays here, third down. Josh Heupel is a lifelong college coach josh ward i would lean that way yes um he's still so young though and has so much in front of him that i wouldn't i wouldn't bet a large amount on that because things can always change so my guess would be yes but i wouldn't unless we're talking about coaches that are near the end i don't know that i would bet on anybody that has a chance to win at a very high level being a lifelong college coach with the way things are going in college athletics right now. 
I wouldn't bet on Kirby. I, I wouldn't bet on many coaches in that regard. That's fair. The workload is ridiculous. Caleb, the reason I think so is he just seems like a culture builder. He seems like he likes to teach kids. I don't know that he seems like an NFL coach, but Josh is right. I mean, the pressures on these guys are just stupid, enormous right now. Yeah, I think with Josh Heupel, though, and with Tennessee's NIL Collective, I actually think there's less stress for the Tennessee job now than there was maybe 10 years ago because I think Josh Heupel honestly doesn't have to do as much recruiting. You just go to Spire Sports and say, throw some money at this kid or throw some money at that kid. And I, I think that if you have a large NIL Collective, which Tennessee does, I mean, are we sure that it's not actually a little bit easier? And also, no, you know, there are some <laughs> Josh does not think it's easier. Why do you not think it's easier, Josh? Because everybody has collectives and everybody has money that is trying to get the players Tennessee wants or needs to compete at a high level. I don't mean that as any kind of knock on Spire Sports, not at all. Tennessee, I think, is is very well positioned, but they're competing with schools that also have money. I don't know that the dollars are equal. Uh, I don't think Tennessee's taking a back seat when it comes to what the Vols can offer, what Spire can offer, whatever. Uh, but if a player can hear this number from Spire and then go to the other school and say, well, here's what I can get. If the player has, if the player is a must get for that school, they're going to say, okay. I mean, I don't think that's what it comes down to in a lot of cases. So I still think it comes back to, how well can you recruit the relationships, everything that goes into traditional recruiting in a lot of ways. Spire helps, but it's more about being able to keep up in the race and then can you win it in the end? So I, I think with everything that goes into not only recruiting, but the transfer portal and holding on to players because players that Tennessee has success with, especially in their first year or two, they get calls and messages and whatever contacted by other schools. That's just how it is going in the sport. So that's why I think the headaches apply to every coach, Josh Heupel at Tennessee included. I want to set this as a backdrop and then get both of your takes on fourth down. I don't believe what most coaches have to say. 90% of what they say, I think is either filler so that we don't talk about what they want us to talk about or I think it's a situation where it could just be like Nick Saban did at Miami, which is an outright lie. Uh, so I asked this question, I hope, with no naivete. Uh, your thoughts. What down, Coop? All SEC center Cooper Mays here. Fourth down. Do you think ten, Do you think Josh Heupel legitimately wants to be a long-term coach at the University of Tennessee? And I think we would all agree that – 10 years is long-term in college football coaching or the NFL for that matter. Mm -hmm. I will say this. I, if he's selling something, I'm sold. Cause I do think he wants to be at Tennessee long-term. Uh, Josh, let me start with you. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a trick or a ploy. I think he wants to be at Tennessee long-term. Yeah, I believe that uh, very much. Things can always change because I'm sure that, Josh Heupel wanted to be at Oklahoma for a long time when he was the OC and probably at one point had a thought of, okay, maybe I can be the next head coach at my alma mater. And then things didn't work out there. And now his feelings toward Oklahoma are very different. So that can always change. But I think Josh Heupel wants to bring championships to Tennessee. And he wants to be a guy that's here for a long time. And uh, I, 
What is a long time? You say 10 years. That sounds good to me. I mean, anything beyond 10 years. Like we were looking at uh, Dave Doran, who's NC State's coach, Tennessee's opponent next year. And I was like, oh, man, he's been there 11 years. That just that felt crazy to say. And we're talking about the NC State coach. So trying to be at a school for 10 plus years at a major program that has all the pressure that Tennessee does offer. You know, if that happens, that's that's going to be a tremendously successful run. But I think Josh Heupel really wants to do that. What do you think, Caleb? I think that I think he's legit. I think he wants to be at Tennessee uh, for for a long time. I'm not saying he yeah, will be. I, not saying he'll be successful, but I think he wants to be. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think he does want to be at Tennessee for a long time. I think um, I think he swept up a Tennessee culture. I'm with Josh. Um, I look. I stuck my neck out a month ago when I guaranteed everybody Boo Carter wasn't flipping to Colorado. I'm going to guarantee everybody this right now. As long as Bob Stoops has an affiliation with Oklahoma, Josh Heupel will never take that job ever he has no desire to go back he takes he's taking that more personally than michael jordan took his fuse in the nba and so what about that y'all, y'all, josh y'all, i know you've got a michael jordan picture on in the background somewhere yeah uh well nobody can really match jordan with how personal he took things considering he would lie publicly about what other players had said to him to create his own drive internally as motivation. So we can debate the goat on the basketball court. If you want, I'm going to make a case for Jordan there, but when it comes to feeling slighted, nobody touches Michael Jordan in that case. But to Caleb's point, I I agree. Uh, When Oklahoma, like if it doesn't work out with Brent Venables and he's, he's off to a good start based on year two. Now we'll see what happens in the sec. I don't think Josh Heupel has any interest in going to Oklahoma with Bob Stoops being connected to the program, and he's going to be connected to the program for quite a while. Um, okay, guys, I didn't mean to go in this direction, but I'm going to do it for a second. Then we're going to let Josh out of here. Who is the better goat of self-motivation? Uh, was it Nick Saban or was it Michael Jordan? Finding ways to get motivated over rat poison and, and all that stuff, or was it Michael Jordan, who we know was notorious for coming up with stupid ways to get motivated? So Saban would be the guy to write the book to try to show others how to do it and the process as it is. He's actually he, he's spoken about it. And w- what Saban has said, if you pay attention, is something that everybody can learn from. I don't think anybody can learn from MJ's approach. Y- you either have the crazy in you or you don't. And MJ it's, had it. it. it's the inner self-hatred for whatever yeah. reason I mean, that you the, have. The story that was told during the last dance of him walking off the court and telling everybody that an opposing player who was unknown was talking trash to to Jordan. And nobody could believe it because why would this guy say that? And it turns out the reason they couldn't really believe it is because it didn't happen. Jordan just made it up to create his own Uh, self-motivation. Jordan, Tom Brady, they're in a, a special class of being able to create things to figure out. Saban's able to create it for others. Saban's process is what it is. He doesn't need help motivating himself ever, but he recognizes he's unique and that his players, maybe his coaching staff, whoever works for him, they don't have the same special level of self-drive. So he's able to create ways like putting up on the board, uh, Alabama's overrated. Who said that? The media. Nobody said it. So he just, uh, he just, 
attributed it. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be guilty of libel, so he just put the media. So the media. that could be him. He he had been on ESPN, so he wrote it. He put it on the wall, but he knew that others needed an extra push. Saban didn't need it, but others did, and he was able to push them that way. That's why he's the ultimate goat when it comes to the process and leading and pushing others.